Welcome back to Extra Shot of Leadership. What is going on over there, Kimberly? Hey, Pepper. Hey. You know, sometimes I just want to break in on you when you're going, what is going on? Like, hey, Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just throw you off. You throw me off? I want to throw you off. You yeah. can't. It can't, it can't happen. <laughs> you can't stump this jump. No. no, no, no. Hey, by the way, have I told you? Happy anniversary. Hey, happy anniversary. It's happening, man. Year two. Yeah, year two. Way to go. Can I just tell you that it has been it has been fun. It has been a pleasure. I have I have thoroughly loved doing this project with you. It is it's like a little love project for me. It really is. It's just so invigorating for me. It probably sounds hokey, but I love recording these sessions. I learn stuff, I refresh on things, I take things away, and I'm like, man, I could do that better. Or you know what? I'm knocking that out pretty good. I love this conversation. I completely agree. Even though we're putting information out there to help other leaders grow, it absolutely helps me grow. It helps me reflect. It helps me think about what could I do next week or what did I do last week? I love it. So, Happy anniversary. And for those of you who are listening and who've been supporting us, we hope that you have taken some things away from these conversations and happy anniversary to everybody who continues supporting us. And we look forward to year three. Yeah. Thank y'all. Hey, I'm looking forward to today. I am looking forward to this conversation. I got a little bit of energy because today, woo, we finished the bamboo. Yeah. Good for you. We finished that bamboo. Now, if there are listeners out there that have ever taken bamboo out of their out of their yard, like send me a note. How did you do it? We're we're we just finished phase one, which was cutting down all the bamboo. We are now in phase two. Phase two is like trying to kill it. And we don't want to use chemicals and all of that. So uh-huh. we're gonna try a process, cover it with black tar, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just thankful phase one is over. It might go into phase 20. I don't know. So the big stalks standing up are down. They're down, uh-huh. dragged out, wood chipped out. Excellent. It was a lot. It, it really was a lot. So anyways, I, I'm feeling really good about it. I wanted to give you that little update because I knew I knew you were on the I'm, edge of your seat yes, over there. Yes, I've been so concerned about it. <laughs> Wondering. Because I know that it's consuming y'all's world. It's like every Saturday, every Sunday, every, every evening, every, every everything. Woo. So it's done. I'm feeling good. Again, on to phase two. But today, what are we going to talk about today? Hey, look, so we got an email, and I'm going to read a part of this email because they asked us, this listener said, look, I read this today. I thought it was worth sharing since it was pretty thought-provoking for me. I would love to hear your take on this passage. Okay. Here's the passage. If people listened without defensiveness, conflicts would evaporate. If people adjusted their communication style, they'd build deeper relationships and sell more and persuade better. <laughs> if people spoke with more diplomacy and less brashness, employee complaints would decline. If people delivered better presentations, we wouldn't be bored in meetings. I know that sometimes communication seems like a soft and fuzzy issue, but communication is the root of most organizational problems. So it's a long passage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's just, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot in there. There's I mean, a lot in there. I mean, I, I just think about, I heard about four or five different things in there. And I, I think 
I'm like, is that what we're going to talk about today? I feel like we need to unpack it separately. There's just so much. I I completely agree. I, I feel like we could we could have a couple of episodes on this this little passage here. Yeah, because I heard like listen without defensiveness. That yep, was one. That was one. Right, and then there was another one adjusting communication style. Yep. Yeah, it's a whole episode. I think so too. Uh, more diplomacy. Something if we spoke with more diplomacy. Yep. You right? got it. And then the last one, better presentations. Better, right? Good memory, girl. Woo. Yeah, better presentations. Then there was a statement at the end. There's a statement at the end, and that (laughs) statement is, but communication is the root of most organizational problems. So let's, I want to start there. I'm curious about your thoughts on just that piece. Communication is the root of most organizational problems. What do you think about that? You agree with that? Kind of, but the problem is I don't have enough data to back it up that say that it is. Yeah. However, I would maybe choose a different word. It's a it's the root of many organizational problems. Okay, all right. So maybe not most, right? You're yeah. like, okay, so where are we at, right? Is yeah. this 90% of problems? Are we yeah. at 75? Okay, but you feel like communication is a, it can cause issues. I completely agree. I was having a conversation with another leader this week, and we were talking about, you know, communication issues in their organization. And, uh, it, you know, there was just example after example, and it was just kind of, rampant and like, whoo, how do you fix all of those things at once? But yes, I would agree that that is a, um, I don't know if it's, I would say accurate, but I would say that it is fair. I'm with you and and I'm listening to you, you know, you're having a conversation with somebody, you know, in another company. But, you know, when I, when I think about that, communication for me, it's coupled with building of relationships and how we connect with people. Now, they're, they impact one another. They sure. have like this relationship kind of back and forth. Better relationship. There's probably more forgiveness in, in how we're hearing things and less of a strong relationship or or a weaker relationship. Perhaps we're, we're not necessarily giving that grace. So I see it as a complementary relationship between building relationships or a relationship with person and communication. So is it just communication for me? Mm, I see it as those two, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back to saying, "Ah, I think it's about relationships and communication. But Mm -hmm. ah, if you told me you had to pick one pepper, because I know sometimes I'm like, only one, Kimberly. Okay, I can say I agree with it. I do think communication can be a major issue in organizations. It can drive a lot of problems. And I like this statement. I like the four pieces of it, the listening, the diplomacy, the presentations, and then the adjustment. Anything just generally stand out to you when you hear that, those four things? Yes, but I want to go back to kind of something you said. Is it communication? Is it relationships? Is it like a combination of the two or whatever? But I think, you know, ultimately, even if I didn't have a relationship with someone and I needed to go and communicate with them, at the, you know, at at the very least, being able to communicate with them well may help me build that relationship hmm. with them. Sure. Right? It's kind um, of the whole chicken and the egg. Which chicken and first? the egg. That's it. Yeah. You're like, it's yeah. communication, Pepper. You're, yeah. you're trying to convince me over there. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go back to those four things because there's like, there's one of those that's really standing out for me. And simply because I just, I recently had this experience. Mm-hmm. And it's the whole adjusting your communication style. Okay. So, you know, I had the opportunity to speak with someone uh, recently and I really have reflected for days on really? that conversation and how could I have done it better. Do tell. Do tell. Well, and I th- and I re- it really comes down to communication style. And I have a communication style. 
And they may have a different community. They do have a different communication style. Mm. Uh, We're very different in that aspect. And so, you know, I'm going into the conversation with my style. And I think it didn't quite land as good as it could have Mm. if I would have chosen to use their communication style. So... It's just been on my mind. Okay, so you're you're it's relevant right now. Yes, uh, something took place, and you're really kind of thinking a little bit about how how did I adjust? Did I adjust? What did I do? Did I kind of come into that situation and just say, you know what, this is my style, and that's it? I highly doubt there was some processing going on about whose style and all of that. That's that's what's really interesting about this conversation. I mean, I think about my own self and how and when I adjust my communication. Mm-hmm. And if you were to ask me, you know, do you, you do you change how I talk to, you know, you versus my boss versus my husband? I'm like, I guess so. I mean, clearly I do, but I don't know that I, I think about it in the moment. Yeah, but, and I would say, I would agree with you, but I think that is because you're a communicator and you're good at this. So you know how when you ask somebody, like, how do you do that? And they're like, I don't know. I just do it because it comes naturally for them. Where when it doesn't necessarily come naturally for some of us or communication is not our strong point, mm. then I think that we have to put a little more thought into, it's almost like a mechanical thought into how we are doing or some pre-thought into what we're doing when we're doing it. Uh, okay, that's I've never really thought about it that way. So... I, I do like to communicate. Um, I, I believe in communication. I think it is so important, uh, especially on my team. And that's interesting to to consider, right? Because mm-hmm. you're right. I only have my own experience. And so I only see it through my lens. And I don't, yeah, I just, it hap- I guess it happens on the fly. Right? Yeah. It just it, automatically I start to adjust and I don't even process that I'm doing it. Yes. It's just like when I go to decorate. I don't know how I know how to decorate or what what to say to mm. someone is like it just comes a little natural so yeah. it's one of those things it's 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 even hard to articulate because it does come so naturally mm, uh, i can see that I, I i can see that completely now that was an interesting comment or interesting interesting thought for me so okay when thinking about adjusting your style right we're talking a little bit about this this jumped out at you uh-huh. from that statement what comes to mind for you, right? So somebody says, okay, great. You're having this conversation about adjusting style. What should I be thinking about? Or what are the styles that I should be starting to build or, you know, enhance in my own skill set? Where do you start with that? Yeah, I, I think that I think that is kind of a step one is thinking about the different styles of communication. And, you know, you can look it up online. Uh, and I would encourage any leader that wants to work on it to look it up online and look at what the different styles are. Now, everybody's going to call it something different. Somebody's going to call it, you know, a type one, type two, type three, mm. type four. Mm. Someone's going to call it an eagle, an owl, a peacock, and a, I don't know, a dove, right? Because yeah. they everybody has their way of describing that. Bottom line is what are the characteristics of that communication style? So, for example... If someone is a, like a bullet point person, you know, short, sweet, to the point, they want you to communicate with them short, sweet, and to the point. And that's probably how they prefer to communicate with other people. Yeah. Not give them the whole big old, you know, luxury picture with all the details in between, short. Then there's the other person that is very, it's more of an analytical mind, details, Mm -hmm. process, Mm -hmm. step one, step two, step three, step four. 
that's another type of person, and that's typically how they like the information, and it's typically how they give the information. You've got another style that is someone that's more about the relationship, mm-hmm. right? So let's just say I'm going to give someone a project, and I'm going to go through all those detailed tasks and things, but they want to know about like, but wait a minute, who am I going to be connecting with, and who am I going to be working with? They're all about the relationship within those tasks. Interesting. Right? Yeah. And then the other person is the person that's just really relaxed and agreeable. They're just kind of chill. Laid back. Laid back. They're very collaborative. They want to kind of chat through it all. And so everyone has a different style that they would, I would say, they prefer. But there's, you know, there can be even a mix. It's not like they stay in one box. Mm -hmm. So you could be the detail-oriented, but you want it short and sweet. Yep. So I think that understanding that there are different styles, you have a style, and someone else may have a different style, and to when you, if you really want to connect with that person, you've got to figure out what their style is and be able to communicate like that with them. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it, it does. I, I, you know, I don't know that I've ever, again, I go back to, have I really ever thought about, you know, am I direct, you know, the bullet point communicator or the relationship person or the little more laid back, kind of casual, collaborative, easygoing, whatever terms we want to use. I don't know that I think about it that way. I think about it a little bit differently. Um, I do agree, however, yes, y- you you have your own style. And as a leader, it is important for you to really be clear about what is my style, number one, Because that's likely what you're going to do with others, right? Yes. You're going to lead with your style. And sometimes that might be good and sometimes it might be bad. That's the whole point of adjustment, right? Right. But it really does start with you. Once you have yours mastered, I think you then start to look outside of yourself, right? You start to look at others and kind of how do they communicate because that's likely their style, right? And and I agree. I, I think leaders absolutely need to adjust their style. I do know leaders who, I mean, if we're honest, they sure. don't like they don't like doing it, right? They're <laughs> no. like, this is the way I communicate yep. and I'm the boss. Suck it up, buttercup. This is the way you're going to have it. Yep. And I don't agree with that. I, I, I think as, as leaders or people who are leading a group of people, we carry the responsibility to adjust our styles, right? It, it really does go back to that last statement of the passage that I read at the beginning. And that's that piece of communication is the root of a mm. number of organizational problems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we as leaders, if we adjust on the fly or get better at that adjustment and really understanding our people, what their needs are and how they're communicating what they're needing from us, I think it, it does alleviate some of the misunderstanding. Yeah. So how do I think about it, right? So I'm kind of like all over the place a little bit here, but how do I think about it? I, I hear your four styles, right? Hear them loud and clear. I think about it in a different way. I don't, I don't know that I would call them styles. I think I would call them maybe communication approaches. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have to think about that a little bit, but I've got four things that I think about. So it's interesting you have four styles. I've got four kind of levers is what I would say, levers of communication The first one is detail. So when I'm talking to somebody else and connecting with somebody else, I'm thinking about how much detail do they like? Mm -hmm. Do they like a lot? Like a little? Where am I trying to hit on this continuum of detail? The second thing I think about is length. 
Are we short and sweet, to the point, concise? Brevity is is important with mm-hmm. this person, or are they really going to want me to use a lot of words when I'm communicating? Right? They're going to want me to really mm-hmm. talk. Spend a lot. time. Yes. <laughs> yep. The other the the other one the third one here is frequency. When I think about frequency, it's how often, how much communication do they want from me? Is it that they want to talk to me quarterly? Do they want to talk to me every day? Am I needing that every day? I mean, it's, it's but oh, again, yeah. I'm thinking about that. What are they needing from you? Mm-hmm. What are they needing from me? Mm-hmm. Are they wanting to talk to me every day, every week, every month? What is the cadence that they are needing for me to be connecting with them? And then the fourth one is method. And when I think of method, it's the, do they want it in writing? Do they want it face-to-face? Do they want the phone picked up? Do they want it in text? Because there are, at this point, sure, a variety of methods. <laughs> I am. Yes. Yeah. There are just so many methods, I think, that are being used nowadays. And you have to get used to who prefers what. There's absolutely a, a preference of things. Sure. And that's, I, I think for me, when I'm communicating with other people, I do try to adjust. I do try to meet their needs, you know, on the other side. And these are the four things I think happens in my brain very, sure. very quickly. Yeah. I like. I almost think of them as like considerations. What are the yeah. things that you're considering when you are communicating with that other person? What And, I, you know, I think about it in terms of team members, and I think of it in terms of customers, and, and I think also think of it in terms of like leadership, communicating up. And each of those things you could consider with each group, right? And it would also, it would just help things land better. I just, I can just imagine going into a big meeting with some type of executive and I'm going in with my touchy feeling and they're like, oh, brother, do not send her up here again. Yeah, you got to have your ducks in a row and know what they want when it comes to those type of four things. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it makes me think, I mean, I'm in a lot of presentations and I get to see a lot of people present. I get to present also. But, I, you know, I I, I see presentations where we have a, a, a lack of reading the room, mm-hmm. right? Where, you know, it's clear that we're on a time frame. Let's move. Let's keep this conversation going. And the presenter is not taking that information in and... It, it appears as though they are inflexible in the moment. Mm-hmm. They are not able to adapt to the environment and read the room and yeah. say, let me, you know what, I, I'm just going to breeze through this real quick. There's really no no need for me to spend any more than, you know, two minutes on this slide. And that's when you, I think for me, you lose that opportunity of connecting with people. Sure. Right. So again, I I do think, I, I'm glad you talked about this adjustment thing. I think it's important. I think as leaders, we should be thinking about it. We should absolutely know what our style is and what we lead with. And then we should be thinking about how do I get to know other people's style? So that's my question for you, is how do you get to know the people on your team? Or, you know, you talked about these these categories of people, your your team, your customers, and then your boss. How do you understand their expectations or their style so that you can meet that. Listen, 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 listen. listen. That's my thing. I think just as you talk to them, 
listen to the words they use. Are they talking about, like, let's just say you're going to go deliver a new project or whatever, and you're giving them, hey, here, here's everything I know about the project. Here's what we need to do. Listen to their responses and their questions. What are they, at, when they're asking, like, I don't understand this, or what about that? Are they talking about the tasks and the process? Or are they talking about more relationships and how they feel about the tasks and those different things that are going to happen in that project? Whatever it may be, there is going to be some vocabulary in their responses as you talk to those people. Now, if you would do the homework and study what are the different Mm -hmm. types, then you know what to listen for. And I think it will make it a heck of a lot easier for you to be able to almost bucket them and go, oh, well, they're this very detail-oriented process person or whatever that is. Or they're, oh, this person is the very collaborative and wants to work together for us to get from point A, point B. I think that would be one way to figure out who you're talking to. And no one style is better or worse than the other. No, no. I think it takes all of those styles from things to work, right? If you're a big picture type of person, well, what about the, how are we going to get from point A to point B? You need those people to be asking those questions so that we can make sure that this all goes smoothly, if that makes sense. Oh, no, I think you're completely on point. And and I, I think that's where, that's, to me, some of the root of the problem, right, is there's this, my style is the best, Mm -hmm. and how come you all can't adjust to my style? And I'm the boss. Uh, I'm the one who's in charge here. And it's really not about that, right? right? It is absolutely not about that. We've already talked about, you know, the importance of adjusting. And I think you're spot on. It takes all of them. It takes knowing when to utilize all of them or, you know, these considerations that I've mentioned, knowing when to adjust. And, you know, honestly, it, it's not a whole lot of your, yeah, sure, you're walking into a meeting and you're thinking about the people in there and how you're going to listen and pay attention. But it's in the moment getting better and better of switching it up on the fly and, and reading the room or listening to what people are saying and going, okay, I'm missing it. I need to adjust this very quickly right now. Yeah, and I I think that's the challenge is when you go into a room and there's different communication styles in the room. You got 10 people, you got five people, and they all have a different style. So how do you reach all of them? And I think that's where the nuance comes in when you're reading the room and you can see someone wants more information or needs more detail. And you can just say, you know, hey, I'll call you after the meeting and we'll, you know, we'll take this offline a little bit. And I think being able to do that smoothly rather than kind of deer in the headlights like that one's asking all these questions and this is taking up all my time type thing. I think you've got to be able to just adjust in the moment and know that you can come back somewhere other than that meeting and give more detail if needed. So I want to get better at this, yep. right? And, and I think you've already given us a little bit of direction on know your own style. Go read up. I already mm-hmm. heard that. Go do your yep. homework. Go learn the style so that you can start to identify people mm-hmm. in whatever settings that you're in. So you got to go read the styles, know yourself, start paying attention and listening to others. Anything else you would recommend? I, it just, I would two things, right? Two things. One, I would practice, right? Just practice, practice, practice. Be intentional, like get prepared and then go in and try it and see what happens. Come what, you know, then analyze that situation. What could I have done better? Practice again. I think the other thing is once you get really good at it as a leader with your team, I would start with your team. That is like- Safe zone. Safe zone, 
first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Those are the relationships that need to be super tight and everything needs to be clicking. So I would say start with your team. Then you can expand out to the customers, trying you know this method out with customers and different people that you connect with throughout your business or organization or whatever it is. And then lastly, like when you get a really good handle on it, don't do this before you get a really good handle. But as a leader, you're like, I have figured out this communication thing. I would teach it to my team. Oh, nice. And let them get experience it now while they're in that, you know, the um, individual contributor type of role. Mm. And then it helps them connect with each other. It helps them connect with their customers and the people that they're working with. So those are the things that I think I would consider as you as you start to grow the skill. That's a great point, right? As you're learning and studying for yourself, really being thoughtful around what your study is, right? How you're doing that. So then when you are teaching it to your team, you can say, okay, we're about to walk into this meeting. This is the person who's in there. This is typically their style or their approach or what they're looking for, And then you do a post, right? Very after the meeting, very quick conversation on what did you see? What did you hear? What were the words that confirmed that this is their style or these are the considerations or the things they're looking for in others? That's great. I really like that. Share it with your team. What a great, that's a, Kimberly. I'm coming in hot today. Man, that's so good. (laughs) That's a really good one. Anything else? uh, Anything else you want to touch on when it comes to this whole adjusting your style? Because that this one jumped out at you, so I'm I'm going wherever you want to go on this conversation. No, I think that I think that if I would have taken in to consider, it's not that I don't necessarily know how to do it or understand the different styles, but if I would have considered this in that previous meeting that I would was talking about, it would have gone better. So now I'm thinking about how do I go clean up aisle five, mm. and if I need to, do I do I go back and say, look, you know what, that conversation we had the other day. I just, there are some things that I learned from it and I'm going to share those with you or do I just let it go and do better the next time? That's that's just what's rolling around my head. That's all I can say. <laughs> Great share. I, yeah. I think it's a, a fantastic learning opportunity for all of us because I think, you know what, you know, you're not the only one, right? We all have those times when it was like, should I have really had that? Was it the right time? Mm-hmm. Was it the right amount of information? Was it with the right person? Uh, we all have those encounters. I think what's most important about what you're sharing here is that there is still some, you know, thought rolling around in your head about what can you learn from that situation. I yep. think it's great. Yep. But no, what I love is that we have unpacked one piece of that email that we got. Mm-hmm. And this is why I was saying, I was like, Whoo, it's way more. And I think that what I, I mean, I would just love to just continue with that email and we just go into another episode on, and we start unpacking those other ones. I think okay. it'd be really fun. Sounds good to me. Those of you who are listening, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We hope that you have enjoyed this conversation about adjusting your styles. But before we let you go, our question is, so what do you think? Do you think communication is the root of many organizational problems? Drop us a line in an email. Then, listen, if you've got another leadership friend, if you've got a leader that's reporting to you and you can see an opportunity for improving communication, send them this podcast. Send them the episode. Don't forget to share this with your friends. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. That'll put us in your feed every week so you can come back again for an extra shot of leadership. 